This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Cast. Oh, Ted, it's good to see you, my friend. We're back, Steve. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Say, what? It's been a beautiful week. Dude, it's going to be great all week. Yeah. I'm very excited. My uh, Black Friday purchase just showed up in the mail. What'd you get? An attachment for my pressure washer. I realized at this moment I've become an adult. Oh, you've gone full dad mode. Right? I was like, oh, I got to, you know, with the new house, uh, our Traeger, because of like the condensation at night, like some of the grease started dripping. All right. And overnight, and then they're like, you know, every, and it just dripped a couple drips onto the new back patio. All right. And like, I can't have that. It was like on, it was like last Friday, on Black Friday. And so I go on, I'm like, I bet there's like a Black Friday deal for, because I have a pressure washer, but I don't have like that, like that circular piece that you attach so that the, the water's not flying everywhere. All right. It kind of keeps it in check. And I bought it. And I was so, I was like, babe, I got it just for $50. It's usually <laughs> 90 Oh my God. And I was so pumped all day. And then I, at one moment I realized, I'm like, this is the most dad old, like, I have really, I've, I've I've jumped the shark. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that's all right. You need it. Right. And I was like, kind of giving my wife a hard time. Like, did you did you order the vacuum cleaner? Because it was a half price deal. It's like, oh, I forgot. I'm like, oh, baby, you had one job. Did you uh, smoke that turkey? No, that turkey was, um, it was cooked by the in-laws. And, oh, all right. And they brought it over. Yeah. So all it right. was just oven cooked, but delicious. Tell you what, man. I want to smoke a turkey. You should. Yeah, I mean, I I've cooked two chickens now. Like I'm getting dialing in my uh, roasted chicken recipe. Nice. Yeah, we got to get you a Traeger grill. Yeah, that's gross. Oh then no, we don't need to get you a Traeger. Grill. <laughs> Trust me, when I when I when I live a different place where I could have a smoker, I a smoker would be a purchase quickly. Yeah, but I mean, the Traeger's nice because you could also use it just as a grill. Oh yeah, I just yeah. love the fact like. I don't know. I listen to both sides of the arguments, right? Like, I have friends that are smokers and mm-hmm. go real old school. But also, some people that smoke, like, you can only use charcoal. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that make fun of people with Traegers. I was like, look. Oh, gosh, I know. At the end of the day, like, if you can get smoked meat, like, I don't give a crap. Well, that's the thing that always cracks me up about, like, I, you realize it doesn't matter what you do. Somebody does it better and wants to make you feel bad because you don't do it as good as them. So it's like... I'm all pumped about the Traeger. We talked about it on the air. Rev got one. Danny got one. We're all like, you know, and look, I get it. It's like, it's an easy form of cooking. It's not. Right. And then someone's like, get back to me when you really know how to smoke a, a piece of meat. And, you know, it's like, uh, Traegers are for, you know, wusses. And I'm like, this is like, we, we, we're, we're, we're shaming people because they're not cooking it the way that you want it to cook. Like, it's such a funny thing. Like, it doesn't matter if it's wrestling, hockey, baseball. Somehow, somebody's going to make you feel like what you are passionate about, you're not good enough at it. Right. And look, and I get, like, I mean, I have a buddy. Like, Sal's famous for smoking his meats, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when I get drunk, we joke around about it. But, like, like, at the end of the day, like, if you're using a Traeger. But I will say this. I did see a funny thing. People, and none of you guys on the morning show are that people, like, 
I see Danny smoking wings all the time. I'm yeah. jealous. But there is like Traeger guys. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, on a Traeger group, and it's, I, I eventually quit the group because it was annoying. <laughs> I watched this whole video, guys. Like, yeah, it's the most expensive grill on the block. Uh, they got an app. You know what? I'll just use my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can set like temperatures on your phone. It's <laughs> yeah. silly. I haven't gotten that crazy with things. Like, we have a garage door opener that you could set. You can even set it with your phone. All right. And I have yet to do that. Um, I know it's cool, but I'm like, when am I going to need that? And I go, well, if you go for a walk. But I'm like, I have the pad. So I could use the pad to open up my garage. Like, I don't need this. This is an unnecessary app on my phone. Do you have the tennis ball hanging down so you know when you've parked close enough in? I don't, but I needed to. I, our old house, I should have got one for my wife because she had the the block, like that 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 bar that's bolted into the ground to let you know when you, you're getting a little too close to the furnace. All right. And she hit it so many times that the thing was ripped out of the ground. Okay. So I needed, I, you would think that would be enough to tell you to s- stop. <laughs> but I needed to get her a damn tennis ball. We, I, I have to put one in a new house because my drums are in front of her, her, her spot, and I don't need no broken drums. Broken, you need to build a wall. Yes, a rubber wall. In her defense, though, this is why I ask because at Formula One, Lewis Hamilton wins every week. Okay, basically every week. So when they're after the race is over, right? They do one more lap, and then when they pull in, they have these signs first. And second's over here, and then third. Mm-hmm. So you pull the car up, and you park right in front of it. For whatever reason, he's the best driver on the circuit. He hits the number first place side. Like, to the point now, I'm like, is he doing it on purpose, or is he that bad at parking? He's like, look, I do the driving. I don't do the parking. <laughs> he's got to be doing it on purpose, you think? Because, I mean, he hits the pit stops fine, <laughs> cruising in at, like, I don't know, 55 miles an hour on a dead stop. But, he, I mean, this weekend, the guy even said, like, You'd think Hamilton would know how to stop his car properly. I don't know. I'm picturing him with hanging with his boys like one night, having some drinks in the backyard, and just being like, you know what I should do that would be funny? Is whenever I win, I should crash into the thing that I have to pull into. And then people are going to be confused by, how is this guy such a good driver, but he can't pull into the spot? Right. And he, it's not like he runs it over, but he just knocks it enough. It's just like, all right. So yeah, your wife's Lewis Hamilton. Dude, yesterday we went to Home Depot <laughs> to get some more Christmas lights. And I, I don't typically get, I get annoyed with like when people can't park within the lines. Oh, but, sure. But man, I was so mad. My wife's like, you got to calm down. Like, I'm just like cursing. Because this guy, he pulled in right before us and I, he already got out. Otherwise, I would have ended up saying something like I was that bothered. He not only didn't park in his spot, he was partially parked in the handicapped spot. Oh. And I'm like, okay, dude, you could be the douche that's parked in two spots, and I'll almost, I'll just roll my eyes. But don't be the douche that's parked also in a handicapped spot. Yeah, for real. Selfish, <laughs> Steve. It's selfish. God bless you. Thank you. I almost took a picture of it and posted it on Twitter, and I wasn't going to blur out his license plate. Well, you don't want to be that guy. Well, my wife told me that's a little ridiculous, and I was like, you're right, babe. Yeah. I had another almost meltdown today. Ted, I'm having a tough go. I'm having a tough go. Hey, listen, man. It's that time of year. It's around the holidays. This year's been so long. Like, we're all just kind of inching along to the finish line. Well, here's the thing. So, like, the last couple of days have been really weird. So, I think it's because of the move, the, the child, and all that stuff. Lulu hasn't been her usual self. Like, for the most part, she's fine. But she's a, a little dog, and as they get older, and even our vet told us this, they, that sometimes they just get anxiety over no reason. They just start shaking or panting, you know? Yeah, sure. Right. So that's just what she does from time to time. But usually it's because there's a fly in the house. She's terrified of flies. It's, it's stupid, dude. Like, once there's a fly in our house, the next couple of days, it's just pure anxiety for the damn dog. Like, she until she we must get, hate summer. Oh, dude. It's like, we have to hurry and get her in and get out. We're like, hurry up before the fly gets in the house. So, no kidding. 
But the last few days when we go to bed, we she's unbearably anxious, like shaking, panting. She'll wake me up in the middle of the night because she's laying on my head and just shaking. And I'm like, what is going on? So the other night, two nights ago, Sid took her and put her on the ground because it was just getting ridiculous. Like, you can't sleep. Yeah. And panting stopped, shaking stopped, no problem. Put All her right. back on the bed, shaking, panting. So then yesterday, we're like, well, let's just... Let's just put her, let, 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 when we go to bed, because I brought her up and I usually carry her up and I put her on the bed. And as soon as I do it, she starts shaking. I'm like, what? In the, I have no idea what's going on. Like, if, we might end up bringing her back to the vet again, but it's like, there's no, she doesn't have any issues at all other than when she's on the bed. All right. But I like to cuddle with her when I go to bed. Oh, so, I was going to say, just leave her on the floor, Steve. I, yeah, that's what we're doing, Ted. But Ted, she's usually there. She's my spoon. She's my little spoon. That's a tiny spoon. It's the tiniest spoon. It's like a little sugar spoon. It's like a little baby spoon. It's like a little teaspoon. So you had a breakdown because you can't snuggle with the dog? Yes. All right, Steve, you're you're tense, my man. I miss her. I was following you with the with the A-O who's parking in the handicap spot, but I'm like, I thought you were setting me up for something no. like I'm oh. on edge, Ted. I miss my dog. She yeah. sleeps under the bed now. I'm gonna go buy her a bed. I'm hoping that I eventually get past this. I don't understand it. It's, it's frustrating. Do they make doggy CBD? Well, yes, they do. Uh, using They have like a hemp one. All right. It doesn't have CBD, but it's got like hemp in it. And we just started using that one. And if that doesn't work, um, I'm going to go get the actual CBD kind. Yeah. Get a little doggy CBD in it. Doggy CBD apparently is a miracle drug. Like, I know so many people that swear by it. Yeah. Like health issues, anxiety, like like it helps dogs more ways than it would ever even help us. It's ridiculous. Dude, even... I mean, I still love smoking, but even as I get older, like I'm like, oh, d- uh, yeah, good, good on the THC. How much CBD is in this strand? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Like, there, there's this guy that, that makes um, uh, CBD oils around here. Yeah, awesome dude, and uh, Brent, and they're called Be Jolly. Just go the letter B Jolly on uh, Instagram. Right. You'll find him. He sent me some, and he's like, just I, he's a big. Do you see the guy? He's got muscles on top of muscles. It's kind of yeah. It's frustrating. I'm like, will this make me have? But like, he's like, I have some joint issues with my elbows. And I rub it on there before I work out and after I work out, and it's like, it's, it works. Yeah, dude, I have I have some topicals that I've been using for years, and I swear by them. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, even like my mom, who doesn't smoke weed or anything like that, has had back problems for years, and she's like, this stuff is amazing. It was funny, though, when I first started like trying like topicals uh, for that, because at first I was like, whatever, it's just like an essential oil thing. And then I tried one, I'm like, oh my gosh, my shoulder does feel better. This is ridiculous. But I remember when I first did it, because, you know, Sid does, she does not want weed at all. Like, that's not her thing. And yeah. she doesn't want me smoking it and all that. So at first I was like, I felt like I was like doing drugs behind her back. So I was like not showing her that I had this stuff. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't pot. Like, I'm not smoking this. No, and, and like, it's right. I was going to say, almost all the MMA guys I know all have a sponsored CBD thing. Right. I mentioned them. Finally, I'm like, babe, I'm, my, I got the CBD stuff, uh, just so you know. And, and she's just like, oh, yeah, a lot of people at my CrossFit use that. Is that she doesn't want to try it because she's still paranoid. But, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going like, to get you high off of this. I'm not going to be like, ah, I got you. Gateway to, to to doing cocaine with Dude, me, baby. My aunt and uncle are the same way, right? So I have a cousin. <clears throat> we we were kind of the smokers in the family, mm-hmm. and then over the last few years, he's like, "Yeah, my dad called me the other day and was like, do you know all the properties that are actually in marijuana and the CBD stuff?'" And he's like, "Like, I'm happy you're coming around, but this is what I've been trying to tell you for years." Right now, all of a sudden, you, you're listening. Right. Yeah. A, and look, there's always going to be like I think there's a lot of great stuff you can get out of it. Now, there's always going to be smokers that just like to smoke to get high. 
cool. Right, right. But no, the CBD stuff ain't no joke. So no. I, I, I highly recommend Like Anytime anyone's like, hey, have you tried that? I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah, I use that stuff all the time. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I used to use one that was kind of expensive. It was called, I think it was Flow Gel. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. That stuff's good. I think about that one, it was too oily. Right, and kind of, it was hard to get off. But then I got a cream, mm-hmm. and I can't think of the brand right now, There's a, but it's great. There's a cream one that I've used. I don't know the name of it either, but it's like kind of like a white uh, case. Yeah. And it's really good. A lot of MMA people, I guess, use it. That's why I, I tried it, and that one's good. And then, like I said, the local guy, uh, the Be Jolly one, it's not slimy. So right. I like it. It's more of like, but it's not a cream. It's almost like a deodorant. You know, like All that right. kind of consists. So you kind of have to like rub it a little. Like you got to work your finger in there. All right. All right. Yeah. Get a little. Get it in there. Little, yeah. Yeah. You know, just kind of finger it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Find out what's going on in there. Get, get, get a little moist. Yeah. Get your hand in there. Get it out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Tech Talks. Starring. Steve, listen to your struggles with your dog. We got grease out on the patio now. I appreciate you understanding and and, uh, and, and clarifying that it is a struggle. It is a struggle. A lot of people are struggling. This TED Talks will be a little different than usual. This one's, uh, yeah, it's December. Even Coach is a little spent. So you know what? If you got some program you're doing, you want to really work out hard before the holiday Christmas starts, good. If you don't have a program and you want to eat cookies today, eat them. Thank it's you. Christmas. Like I feel like you're speaking right to me. Well, I already had this written down, and then you mentioned the cookies, but I'm dead. Like, I just see people on Twitter, like, I'm doing a two-week fitness challenge for Christmas. I'm like, good for you. And sometimes I'd say, hey, get yourself a little challenge in before you eat on Christmas. But this year, I'm like, screw it, man. Start eating. Right. Today, go ahead. You know, you have Friday, Saturday, you want to bake with the wife, bake them up. If you make a peanut butter blossom, please send some our way. Uh, but right, I'm just like, man, like at this point, the juice been so long, I'm just like, just, just, just get through. Right? That's all we need to do. We just need to finish this game. I feel like we're down a few points. We're going to have fried. I don't know. Get that, get the goddamn water boy. Tell, tell him to suit up. He's playing a couple downs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even tell you like well, today's part of the, the continuing meltdown involved food. So like right. today's my day where I kind of get a little gluttonous. And I say screw and I get that chicken teriyaki downstairs, right? So I always go every day, every Wednesday. <laughs> you gluttonous is chicken teriyaki. I know. Well, it's a big ass helping. You've seen it, that? No, it is. It's like uh, it's like two orders. She does, she loads it up. Yeah. So I go down. I want to get it after we're done, bro. I go just, just heads up. She's not in a good mood today. Oh, really? No, and I almost like, got mad at her. Getting, I'm in a bad mood because I didn't get to cuddle with my dog last night. So All right. So a little on edge. The computer was working a little bit slow this morning, but I was like, you know what? Power through it. I got the mega cast to do. That's going to put me in a good mood. I get to see Ted. But before that, and no offense, more importantly, I get to enjoy some chicken teriyaki. I've been thinking about it all morning. I was right. doing push-ups this morning, like, teriyaki. Right. Teriyaki. All right, what so happened? I show up always. The show ends. After about 10, 15 minutes, around 10, 15, I'm always down there and I get my teriyaki. Never an issue. One time I sat there and I was waiting and waiting and waiting because it's like they're low staffed. I think maybe she and maybe one of the person are working there. So yeah. I just wait there until she popped out from the back. And one time she's like, oh, just use the bell next time. You've been waiting a while. I'm like, oh, just a couple minutes. No big deal. She's like, well, use the bell because I have a bell right there. Yeah. But I'm not that guy. I'm with wanna... you. I hate using the bell. Right. I feel like a douche when I'm ringing the bell. Like I feel like I don't know why. Even if they ask, they tell you to. It's making her life easier so she doesn't have to sit outside and wait for people to show up. She can actually get work done. Yeah. So I get down there today, 
And it's like 10, 15-ish. I'm waiting for about three, four minutes. I'm like, ah, screw it. And I hit the bell. She peeps her head out and looks at me like I just like insulted her. She's like, yes. And I'm like, uh, can I get the chicken teriyaki? She's like, chicken teriyaki's not ready. I'm like, okay. And she's like, it's, it, we don't start selling chicken teriyaki till 1030. 1030 is when we start doing chicken teriyaki. I'm like, in my head, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I just want to be like, I come here every week. Like you even knew what I wanted to eat. Like you were, you knew what I wanted. You are aware of who I am. I come to you every week asking for chicken teriyaki and it's never at 1030. Maybe a couple times, like you've asked me to wait a couple of minutes. It's like 1020. I'm like, all right. In my head, I almost said, I'm like, I don't know if I'm coming. She's like, I'll come back. I'll have, you want your chicken teriyaki. I almost went, I don't know if I want to come back. I don't know. I might not want it. Right. So I just said, all right. And I left and I said, I'm never going back there ever again. So you never got it? No, I ended up getting it. Oh. <laughs> this is all how my mind works. It's a stupid mind, but this is how my mind. So I'm like, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to go to Starbucks. I'll get myself a, one of those breakfast sandwiches. That's going to be my lunch today. Get to the bre- to Starbucks. There's a line that you won't even believe, right? And then there's a woman at the front. And it's like a true Karen moment happens. She's asking for something. The guy working the counter is like, ma'am, before you continue, can you please put your mask over your nose? Oh, no. And she goes, you don't have to. You don't get to tell me what I have to do. You can't tell me what to do. And he's like, yes, actually, I can. You're in my store. And we are asking everybody to have their masks fully over. And then she just starts like getting all annoyed, leaves. And at that point, I'm like, I, I don't even want to be here. Like, I just was like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I was just so annoyed by that woman that I'm yeah. like, screw it. I'll go and get something else. So I'm like, I'm going to go to go to Columbia Tower. Well, the elevators aren't working because, you know, because they, they, of COVID, yeah. they're not letting us use the underground tunnel. Makes sense. And the whole time, I'm still like, I'm not ever going back to that chicken teriyaki. That kind of attitude just doesn't fly with me. Right. So now I'm walking. And then I realized there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to go outside. It's cold. So I just <laughs> sat, sat and waited 10 minutes <laughs> and went back there and got my chicken terry. How was she when you went back? The bell was gone. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly I pissed her off with the bell. I've only rung it once. And right, I was just like, all right. Right. But she told me one time. Yeah. I, I will say, I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or whatever, but that lady is very hot and cold. She like every, I feel like every time I go down there, she's either like overly nice or like annoyed that you're there. Yeah, she's typically very hot with me. Or yeah, like nice. Yeah. So she's usually like very nice, and she was being very mean. And then at some point, she finally, when I was getting my order, she just flipped the switch again because I was like, you know what? I'll come back here, but I'm not tipping today. Like, I'm just not going to tip. Like, that's what I'm telling myself. Of course, yeah, I yeah, end up tipping. Head, yeah. Because yeah. then, like, so, so she get my salad. She's like, what kind of dressing would you like? And I'm like, oh, uh, honey mustard. She's like, sounds good. Thank you. And now all of a sudden she was being nice. And I'm like, she's probably just having a bad day. I was going to say, she's probably just having an off day too. Right. So then I ended up tipping more than I usually tip. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to get mine now. Well, you I put hope, her in a better mood. Yeah. I hope so, man. She was not having it that and and she took the bell. I was like, "Ooh, I that that was the thing that pissed her off." Yeah, but she also might have just been like, "I'm out here now. The bell doesn't need to be here." You no, know, she wasn't that. When I showed back up, she wasn't out there. Oh, but the bell was gone. The bell yeah, was you pissed gone. her off. Yes. Well, maybe she didn't get to cuddle with her dog, Steve. 
You know what? Let's take a quick break. All right. When we come back, let's find out what's going on in the world of sports, according to the Ted Smith. Oh, yeah. The Mega Cash will return. Thank goodness. These two idiots finally stopped talking. The Megacast will unfortunately be back. It may be the season of goodwill, but that won't spare you from the pain and embarrassment caused by one of the world's most common afflictions. I'm talking, of course, about Christmas tree pattern baldness. No matter how you twist and turn that $75 collection of Deadwood, there's just no hiding that ugly bald spot. Until now. Introducing new Christmas tree toupees from Trico. Carefully designed to match your tree's exact shade of green, our Christmas tree toupees are designed to hide even the biggest bald spot, taking years off your tree's appearance in the process. Whoa, Stan, what a tree. Looks so young and virile. New Christmas tree toupees from Trico at an overpriced Christmas tree lot near you. And for small spots, try our new tree touch-up spray. Granted, these guys are idiots, but at least they haven't been partying with the Miami Marlins. The mega cast is back. Hey, Ted, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our buddy Ty, who listens in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. I thought it was awesome. He sent us a tweet at the Megacast. Guys, dude came into my gym yesterday with hardest worker in the room, Tank. I watched him for 45 minutes, not one drop of sweat. Lots of stretching, though, so I'm sure he's limber. My sweat-soaked tank top was quite angry. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter because he tagged awesome. you in the Megacast, and I follow him. Yeah, Ty's so, awesome. Yeah, so I saw it, but I was like, damn, that is unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, of course. That's the thing. I think that's, and I joked, I was like, I want to get a shirt that says, in parentheses, not, and then the hardest worker in the room. <laughs> I st- yeah, I don't know. Some of those shirts I struggle with. Yeah. The Dude, shirts and hats, like, they look cool, but I'm just like, I don't know. There's just certain phrases where I'm like, I, I don't want to wear that. I just don't understand. I, see, I'm not much of a... I, I, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I just realized it was the second. <laughs> my head jumped into like a shirt I'm going to buy for somebody and then it was like, it's the second. I should pay my rent. Oh, yeah. That's probably important. Don't you have like direct? Oh, you have to write a check. I don't have to write a check, but I got to log into the account and say, send it. Oh, that doesn't just automatically do that. No. Thank God I have that on everything. Otherwise, I would have the worst credit. Yeah. I'm terrible with that stuff. I always forget all the time. Yeah, I, I do too. Like my credit card sometimes, they're like, did you get the emails? I did. Yeah. So you're going to make a payment? Yeah, I'll make twice what it is. Yeah, I just, I just, just I just, lazy. For, just lazy. Yeah. Just didn't do it. Just said I was going to do it tomorrow. And now here we are. Spanning <laughs> <laughs> the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory. The agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Tell you what, I got to talk to the sponsors. I need some popcorn. It's going to be that season. What the hell? We're giving them all this free love. I know. Pat, Dan, we need some popcorn. Come on, Pat. Come on, Dan. 
I want that cookies and cream. Uh, first of all, have I seen you since the biggest update of a new championship in my world? No. The NC Dinos won the Korean Baseball Organization. Isn't there a trophy like a giant sword? You're goddamn right it is. That looked amazing. Right. They're just like holding it like up. Excalibur. That's like not on par with the Stanley Cup, but it's definitely the second greatest trophy ever. Yeah, NC Dinos came into existence in 2013, their first championship. Uh, of course, they knocked out the uh, Doosan Bears, which oh. are perennial power in the KBO. Are the Dinos your team? They are. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I happened. They played the first game. I was so uh, starved for sports back in the spring. I watched the first game, and the Dinos just happened to be one of the teams playing, and I was like, I like these Dinos. And then they got a- Are they dinosaurs? So they have- Yes. Okay. They have like crazy dinosaur mascots. They have, they have like, the other thing is they have like 10 mascots. I love it. So, yeah, no I, fans. So it 10 just, mascots. Right. It just kind of became a joke with my cousin that I was an NC Dinos fan, but then they had a really good year. And then, what was it? Last, yeah, last Friday, I was watching the, the Korean baseball, like the, I think they call it the Korean series. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, and they just they're up three two, and then yeah, like Monday, like and then last week they won, and I was like, let's go, Dinos! And it was one of those things where like I think it was for Game Six. Mm-hmm. It started at like one thirty in the morning, so I woke up randomly at two to like take a pee, and I clicked it on. I was like, oh, it looks like the Dinos are putting in work. So the next day, Mike's like, did you get drunk last night? You look a little tired. I go, no, nah, I just up in the middle of the night watching the Korean baseball series. Did you didn't go back to bed? Uh, I slept, you know, I, I stayed up till like, I think it was like four 30 or five uh-huh. watching it. And then, you know, That's you know, awesome. you get like that extra little nap for like an hour or two, yeah. but you're still kind of like, Oh, what a groggy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Like what sounds better? Yes. I'm hungover or no, I'm just tired as I got up in the middle of the night to watch Korean baseball. I mean, both are sad for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right? Both, wait a minute. Both of them were done alone by yourself. Both sad. Right. But congratulations, Dinos. Right. And now another one of your teams is uh, one step closer to being champions. Right. Sounders reached the uh, Western Conference final last night, which is awesome. Well, the guy that scored hasn't scored since like eight, eight six years ago or something. Yeah, he like just that. doesn't score. He's a defender. Yeah. Right. Hey, set piece. And the funny thing is, last week I was like, Sounders, man. They're playing good, but we suck on set pieces. Do we ever score a set on a, set, a score a goal on a set piece? Boom, they put one in. That's funny because like with the Seahawks game, they were kept talking about how the Seahawks never get an interception in the red zone. Oh, and it, what I, happens? Interception in the red zone. It happened, which I thought was funny because then people were like taking it out of context because uh, Collinsworth, I think it was the announcer. Yeah, one of the guys. And just oh no, like, it wasn't Collinsworth. It was uh, it was Tarico and Coach. Gruden? Coach Dungy. No, Dungy. Okay. Tony Dungy. So I think it was Tariqo that goes, and there's that interception. Like, you know, so a lot of people thought that he was mocking the Carson Wentz. offense of, yeah. and so like people on social media are all like, wow, real biased. Here you are making fun of the team. Like you're the worst. And I'm like, mother efforts, if you're watching the game, the narrative that he threw out there was that the Seahawks never get an interception in the red zone, and he was doing a callback saying, and they finally got their interception. Dude, that's a good call. I watched that game, and I, I thought he was just riffing on Carson Wentz, right, too. Dude, everybody was like, <laughs> so many, like Barstool Sports was all over him on that, and I'm like, man, no, that, that was his thing. Like He was saying how the Seahawks, it was almost like a shot at the Seahawks, like, finally you got your interception. You're right. When I watched it, it did sound like Tariqo was just like, you knew he was going to throw one. He's Carson Wentz. Right, yeah. No, I could like, out of context, I could totally see how people thought that but I'm like man no no I I'm not I'm, I've never been the one that trashes announcers but I was like this one he didn't deserve the trashing that he got 
Uh, did you see that crash in F1 this weekend? I did not. Holy cow. You didn't see that? No. All right. So when the race starts, right, the first lap, it's just like a formation. Like they take a lap, kind of warm up the tires, and then they come back and you have the green light and everybody speeds off. You make your basically that first real lap or the second lap is where a lot of accidents happen as you're jockeying for position. But man, I'm going to, I got to, I got to show you this, man. This is bad. Oh, right. There's the announcer. (laughs) I mean, Steve, it was unbelievable. Hopefully they'll show you the highlight. But he just cuts across and his car goes into the guardrail. Did they not tighten up his wheels or something? So it well, here's the deal. It got caught in the guardrail. The guardrail like kind of corkscrewed. It ripped his car in half. But because it was the second lap, they had all the fuel in there. Dang, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, that car just exploded. Oh, here you go. That might be a better view. And there he comes. And yeah. Oh, man. Right. So he gets out of there. He only has like. So he's okay. He has broken ribs. He has burns on his hands from getting off the guardrail and stuff. I mean, that's. But Grosjean for years. So now if you watch F1, they have what they call the halo. It used to just be an open cockpit. And they put in this halo. So Grosjean was one of these dudes that was kind of old school and was like, I hate the halo. Like, I think it sucks for racing. He also wears a mask under his nose in Starbucks, I hear. Well, it's funny. From his hospital bed, he had to. Be, his, his hands are up because they're all bandaged because they're burned. He's like, "I'm okay. The halo saved my life. I, I'm all about the halo." <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like honestly, not like, laughing at him, but that's yeah. Before yeah. the halo, he's not walking away from that crash. God dang. Yeah, it split his car in half. Wow. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Whew. Yeah. Now that he's fine, I will say this though: uh, long stoppage. Let me sleep in a little bit and still catch most of the race. <laughs> But yeah, it was unreal. But shout out to uh, Formula One for the safety measures. And like, look, I get it. It doesn't look as cool, but who cares? We're talking about dudes dying in this sport. No, like, no. If that's the same lived, life. Yeah. Because of a halo. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's like when when they started finally bringing out helmets into hockey. And at first people were like, oh, and it's like, well, if this is going to save somebody from cracking their skull on the ice. I don't know if you've ever fallen on ice, but it's not very forgiving. It's not like falling on a gym mat. Right, so the, it, that's exactly what it, what it is. The mm-hmm. the halo thing is kind of like the old school guys. Like, I don't want to wear a helmet. Right. It's supposed to be like this. It's like, right, but like, do we want to die? You know what I mean? There hadn't been like so. Anyhow, I it was imp- if, you, if any, anybody look it up, uh, F one Bahrain, like it's it's crazy. That is nuts. That that crash, man, out. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, in the, I don't know if you watched it in the world of sports. I did have one thing to bring up. What's that? Did you happen to catch the Mike Tyson fight? So I did not, uh-huh. but I have seen some of the highlights. I saw poor Nate Robinson. Oh, dude! See, I impulsively decided to get it. My wife. Oh, fell did asleep. you? My wife fell asleep on the couch. I grew up. I don't know about you, but I grew up. I don't know if you know this about me. A massive Mike Tyson fan, like obsessive. Like the first time I ever felt for, true. For the record, next time, jackass. You're going to do something like that, like send your boy some updates or maybe hop on the Zoom with us. I should have. I could put the camera on it. (laughs) There was a few of us sitting there on Zoom and everybody's like, does anybody get it? We're like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I I should have. I'm sorry. I got to get you on one of our fun ones. Yeah, definitely. And and next time I'm watching a fight, I'll let you know. (laughs) Thanks. Right. (laughs) But like, so I grew up, I mean, the first time I ever felt true disappointment in sports was when Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas. Like that wrecked me. Like legit. Like I was angry at the world. Like I was like angry at him. Angry at Buster Douglas, angry at my family, angry at life. I was just like I'm, Don King, right? Like the whole world just crumbled because like he was just this unstoppable beast. And I think a lot of it also had to do he was a Brooklyn guy. Yeah. So whenever like you know Brooklyn's a big area, but there's not a lot of like. 
big name celebrities that were like that I can kind of re- like not relate to. I can't relate to Mike Tyson, you know. But like he was a guy was like from Brooklyn. Like this is amazing. This is so cool. And as a yeah. kid, like he's he's the badass. He's the best in his sport, and he's from where we're from. That was so cool. So. I had no intentions of ordering this fight. I wanted to check up on like some tweets maybe or, you know, keep tabs. But as the night went on and my wife fell asleep and I was like, oh man, I just kind of want to see him come out. I don't even like, I just want the nostalgia of Mike Tyson coming out in, in boxing gear. Like yeah. that just seemed so, I did not want to miss that moment. I was like, I don't even care if this fight sucks. I don't even care if they played thumb wrestling for the whole six rounds or eight rounds, which is kind of what they ended up doing. You know I mean? But like, and then, so I ordered it. The fight was already going on. I ordered it just in time for, and I had no idea that the Nate Robinson, uh, Jake, Jake Paul. Paul fight was happening. And All I'm right. like, I knew it, but I forgot. And I was like, oh crap, that's right. And honestly, dude, I thought Nate Robinson's going to kill this guy. Even though really? I, even though I knew that Jake Paul had a background in fighting and all this, for some reason, I just had it in my head that Nate Robinson's going to just knock him right out right away. It's just going to be, a re- I don't know why. I just had it in my head. I just, look, I don't... And I was so very wrong. Yeah, like, I saw... I didn't even know that fight was happening until earlier that week. Uh Uh-huh. And I saw him hitting pads, and I was like, oh, look at him doing a boxing workout. And then I was like, oh, he's going to fight Jake Paul? Yeah. It's not that Jake Paul's a professional fighter, but he's had a few fights and has been training for years. Yeah, you can can probably speak on this better than I can. Yeah, I mean, I I told somebody, I was like, Nate's going to get hurt. Even that morning, he's like, I'm doing this for family. I was like, oh, Nate, you you can't stay... Like, that guy, you're super athletic, and in a street fight's different. Yeah. Right? But like he's taller than you, he's got more length, and he knows what he's doing. It, and that's the problem, too. That first time you get in that ring, that adrenaline's pumping. So yeah, I, I didn't want to see Nate get hurt, but that did not shock me. Yeah, that was the part that I didn't factor was the he's never had a professional fight before and everything that he learned went out the window the minute that bell rang. It, yeah. It, I mean, it legit, the bell rung, and he just, he raced right towards Jake, and I'm like, oh boy, he's going to kill him right off the get-go, and yeah. I'm like, this is going to be amazing, and of course he didn't, because Jake was prepared, and stayed cool, calm, and collected, and just rocked him a few times, and then it just got, dude, it was, it was, it was so uncomfortable to watch, because it was watching a guy who clearly does not have experience boxing, fighting a guy that does have experience boxing, and it's like, whenever you hear people say, I could do that, just give me a couple weeks to train, that's what will happen to you. Yeah, 100%. Oh my gosh, dude, it was so, but the best part was, Snoop Dogg's doing commentary. That, all right, so that's what everybody was, tweet, was texting me about. Oh my gosh, dude, and he was cracking me up, but I thought for sure they weren't going to let Snoop Dogg do commentary for the Mike Tyson fight. I thought, okay, he's having fun in the preliminary fights, but when it comes time for the main event, they're not going to let Snoop Dogg... No, they did, and Snoop Dogg was fantastic throughout all that. So it was like, yeah, it's a boxing match, but I felt like I was watching more of like a, a mystery science theater with Snoop Dogg as the host. And more Ronaldo with him. So he's awesome. He's great. I love that dude. And he can play off of anyone. He's yeah. so good. So whatever Snoop, whatever ridiculous thing Snoop was saying, Moro is right there. Did like, we interview him once on here? No. I think or did we, you interview him on the morning show? No, we never interviewed him. I think you did. Or didn't you hit him up once? Or maybe, maybe I got a tweet back. For some reason, you I got felt a tweet like, back from yeah, him. that's yeah. what it was. You yeah. hit him up and he, and, he, and he tweeted back. He said he was too busy. That's right. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, I remember talking about. Yeah, because I love that dude from old school MMA stuff. Right. Yeah, he's he's so good, and and I'm bummed that he's no longer with uh, NXT. But like, he was great with that. And the best part though, I, and I thought of you, Mike Tyson. I'm like, okay, what's he gonna come out to? And what does he come out to? I'm Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, trust me. Song on Mike Tyson. I before UFC went to ESPN Plus, and you have to buy ESPN Plus before you can get a pay per view. Yeah, I easily have spent hundreds, if not, I'd say a thousand on that. Like Saturday night, you're sitting there, and it's like, like sometimes it'd be me and Buddy, but there was definitely times where it was just me where it was like. Ah, screw it. I'm dropping 50, 60 bucks in this fight. I want to watch it. Dude, I, they get you. They get yeah. you with the, the, the hype videos. The hype videos are, oh, that's what happens with me with wrestling. Like I said, I'm not getting the, the last um, uh, AEW pay-per-view. It's like, I don't need this. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you're right. They have never, FTR has never wrestled the Young Bucks. This is going to be a big deal. Oh my gosh, the Kenny Omega fight's going to be crazy. Oh, John Moxley's fighting Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's promos are so damn good. Next thing you know, babe, is it okay if I order the pay-per-view? She's like, how much is it? I'm like, 50 bucks. She's like, fine, but you know we got this new house. You can't keep doing this. Right. I mean, that's my issue with like, like with, with MMA and boxing right now. You have to buy these subscription services. Yep. And they're like, well, why can't I just buy the pay-per-view? Right. It's like, and to me, it seems like we're, you're missing money. Right. I get the idea you want them to have your subscription, but I'm like, I, like, I like MMA and stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to watch old, like, I don't know. No, I don't, just want, I don't want their streaming service. Right. Like, right. I just, I have enough, I have pl- more content than I could ever watch. Like, like I want to give you, like, even if you said, hey, it's 40 bucks if you have the service, 60 bucks if you don't. Like, I'll pay the 60 bucks. Right. I just want to see some fights. I just want to be locked into the $40 a month that I'm going to forget to cancel. Right, exactly. And then sometimes <laughs> they're cheap. I'm like, I don't care if it's $15 a month. I don't want that. All right, well, we should probably run because I know yeah. you got to work. And I got to work. I got to go see how happy the chicken lady is. Yeah, good luck with that, man. <laughs> Tell her to be a little bit. Uh, also, she was very light-handed on the teriyaki sauce. <laughs> it was a rough go, man. See, and I feel like she judges us on body type. So I feel like for me, she goes heavy-handed. Sometimes I don't have to put that much sauce on there. I will. <laughs> I almost want to buy a bottle of that sauce and just have it here. Sometimes I just want to tell her, listen, leave the teriyaki off. Just put that honey mustard on the salad and on the chicken. That honey mustard is very good. I love it. I know when she sees it, she's like, chicken, teriyaki, honey mustard. Yep. Yep. All right, Ted. Uh, we are back next week. Yeah, man. The next couple of weeks, we're locked in. Yeah, and then the holidays come and we'll be gone forever. Oh, jeez, man. It's dark. It's very dark. Well, Ted and I will hang out. We'll have a slumber party, but we're sure as hell ain't pod- podcasting. Yeah. And unfortunately, we had to cancel the Megacast party this year. Yes. <laughs> Maybe next year. I hear by like July, things should be a little bit better. I know. I'm, and I got to go. But listen, I do the same thing. Next year, we're doing this. We're doing that. After about five social events, I'll be like, why don't we go back to Zoom? I'm tired of going out and seeing people. Right? I like being able to mute things. Yeah. I do miss seeing women, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. All right. All right. All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. And uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, eat those cookies. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have one more today. Eat the cookie. Damn straight. Yeah. Mm.